0: to that Militia Podcast, Episode 17, Amber Geiger versus the State of Texas. Enjoy fuckers.
1: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the E Militia Podcast. Uh we're here at the E Militia HQ with Bloody Revolutions, Empress of Me, myself, Guns of Guillotines, and Hang'em for Freedom. And this is a very last minute. Kind of bonus episode regarding the uh, Amber Geiger trial. <clears throat> Most of you've probably heard about it, but for those of you that haven't, just some background information. Amber Geiger, thirty-one-year-old off-duty Dallas police officer who was still in uniform when she killed Bo Bo, Bo- Jean. Oh God. Both I them? I, for- I already <laughs> forgot how to say his name. Sorry, no disrespect, but Jean. I mean, Botham. Botham Bo- Bo- Jean. Botham John.
2: Botham Jean.
1: Bo- Jean? Botham John. A 26-year-old account from St. Lucia at the Southside Flats near downtown Dallas, Texas. Uh, she says she mistook Jean's apartment for her own on the night of September 6th in 2018 and uh, thought that he was a burglar. Uh, so just based on that, things don't sound as bad as they actually are, which is what we're going to get into and kind of try to break all aspects of this down for y'all. And... um the verdict of this case should be coming out soon, so hopefully the release of this podcast will coincide with that and we'll be able to pick y'all's brains
3: it's a it's a pretty important case because a cop wandered into someone's private home and killed him, and depending on the outcome of this it's it's pretty fucky <laughs> like but what the potential fallout of this could be for other cases and rulings and I mean, culture in general. When, yeah. uh, Especially when things like Castle Doctrine are brought up, and we're talking about the officer in question standing her ground within someone else's apartment. That's going to be a fucking mess for the legal, yeah. s- for the legal then, system in this country.
1: Like, if this gets... Like, if she gets cleared, then... I mean, you could just enter somebody else's house and kill them and claim you thought it was yours. <laughs> And then be like, "Well, Castle Doctrine, I'm good."
3: Yeah, and, and the other big part of this is that because she's a cop killing a civilian, it's uh, you got to question how this would look if it was the other way around, or if it was civilian on civilian. It would be, it would be open and shut. It's like, well, you can't just wander yeah. into someone's fucking home and kill them. That's insane. Obviously, <laughs> no matter if you thought it was a burglar and you wandered into. So the whole thing is she mistook his apartment for hers by stopping off on the wrong floor when she got home. And if a civilian did that, it'd be like, you fucking murdered someone because you're a dope. But because it's a a cop, we have this great culture of forgiveness and like a higher level of um, citizenship than the average person, which Mm -hmm. is such a mess to start to dissect. And that's that's what we're here to do. Rather than just our generalized cop, uh, cop ranting, this is more focused on something that's real and something that's pretty fucking scary. And current. Yeah,
1: here we are. We're, good. We're growing up, guys. Current <laughs> events.
2: It'd be interesting Indeed. to see the impact that using Castle Doctrine would have on no-knock raids at the wrong address, too.
3: Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, was it a Texan case as well? I'm not sure how uh, into the details of this case everyone is. But there was a, a case where a guy, middle of the night, gets no-knock graded by mistake, grabs his AK pistol, shoots some, uh, some police entering his home. I think it was in Texas. And uh, he got off because he was in the right, obviously, because they didn't identify themselves as cops. He thought he was just getting, like, his house was just getting broken into by a gang. Yeah. Shot, shot them and got off, <clears throat> which is exactly how it should be. Obviously, that needs to happen more often. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. But, um, but this, it's, it's the exact opposite where someone, because they're an officer, you know, if Castle Doctrine works out for, for her, uh, for Amber Giger, uh that's scary. You have a badge, and suddenly, it's okay to break in someone's house by mistake and murder them. I mean, geez. yeah,
1: that's pretty fucked. Um, so, um, but yeah, so if y'all aren't, you should be. But anyway, um, if you've been following Imp Empress of Meme, call her Imp. If you if you don't know that by now, then you're an idiot. But uh, basically, she's been live tweeting on Instagram. Uh the entire case, and she's been doing a really good job of it, so she's kind of gonna be our Wikipedia article for this whole thing, and we're gonna reference her for her for her brain and uh that way, you know we're not just talking about like our opinions or like hypotheticals and shit like that we're gonna try to make this based on you know actual evidence that was presented to the court and everything like that so and you know as it stands, everything that we've explained so far, it doesn't sound. That I mean, it sounds bad. Anyway, you break it down. If you enter somebody's house that isn't yours and kill them, that's pretty bad. But there's a lot more details that really poke a lot of holes in uh, Amber Geiger's case that we would like to get into. But first of all, uh, let's start with some background on who
3: Botham was. Is
1: it Botham?
2: Both thumb.
3: Just imagine the T H is an F. No. <laughs> an F? Both <laughs> I guess Bo- uh, I don't know. That'll that'll help me from fucking up so much.
1: Huh. I'm just gonna call him bow Call a lot of people bow anyway.
3: Bo thumb. Okay, that's helpful. Both thumb. Oh. <laughs> we're we're all we're all idiots. Uh
1: Bow Bow Thumb.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
3: bow like bow and arrow.
1: Bo- yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just gonna call him Bo anyway, though. Okay, like yeah, no disrespect. going can edit
2: though. all that out.
1: <laughs> no need. Uh, um, but yeah. So, who? That... So, Bo was an accountant in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. he liked to smoke weed.
2: Oh God! Don't say. It. He did well? it for his ADHD. That just sounds really bad. He was I mean, more just, than that. <laughs> this,
1: is all, this is all the info I have on him. He he was active in church, right?
3: Em, do you want to lead? Do you want lead this bit?
2: <laughs> are you gonna edit all that out?
4: No, What are
1: you worried about? Let's just keep going. You don't want to destroy his character. Okay. <laughs> We're doing it live. Fine. <laughs> God. Okay. All right. So, background on who Botham was.
2: Um. So Botham was a. Uh, 27. Actually, his, son, his birth, Sunday was his birthday. Um, okay. Yeah, so he would have been 28-year-old accountant from Saint Lucia. Um, he wasn't actually like born in America. He was born in Saint Lucia. He was really active in his church. He was an accountant. He he was he had two siblings, both of them were 10 years apart. Uh, pretty much everybody who knew him really loved him. There were 1,500 people who attended his funeral, which seems pretty impressive. Yes, he smoked marijuana for his ADHD, um, but that was not his whole character.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Which the prosecution would want you to think it was.
1: Right, because I remember when this first happened, they started investigating and looked in his apartment and found weed and were immediately trying to demonize him for having weed and like it didn't catch any attraction. Cause any sane person is going to be like, yeah, I don't know if the fact that he had weed in his apartment really justifies him being murdered.
2: I think it, it does the opposite because unless her, her apartment smelled like weed, that should have been like, one of the lead investigators said that, and he was doing this for the defense. He said that the apartment smelled like marijuana two days after his murder. Oh, that should have yeah. been a pretty good indication she wasn't yeah. in the correct place.
3: Yeah, that's not like a weak little lingering smell. That's that's some pungent stuff, really. If it lasts two days yeah. after,
2: that should have been a pretty good indication, uh, along with plenty of other things.
1: Yeah, or but, maybe I mean, she it's not only it. that. But <laughs> it was the fact that, like, uh, the the interiors of the apartments look completely different. Like, I mean, there's different things hanging on the wall. There's different floor mats and, like, carpet to concrete and stuff like that. Like, it's all completely different, so. Right?
2: In the closing arguments, they talked about how the red floor mat in front of Botham's apartment, he was the only person in the entire complex who had a red floor mat. And the feeling from walking from the regular floor to, like, the floor mat was pretty distinct, and she should have noticed that as well.
3: I mean there's there's plenty more of uh, different indicators I'm sure we'll we'll dig into that but um so is that is there any more to his character? um he was essentially like he was he had no record correct
2: he had like a sterling personality and no record whatsoever. he was really big into his church, like really big he led worship all the time
3: so just a regular scary dude
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just terrifying
3: yeah so, uh, and uh so i guess the uh the final part to say about his character before we really dig into it um when he was gunned down he was just sitting in his apartment um watching football eating ice cream like that's a very threatening <laughs> very threatening stuff <stance laughs> he was he was in i mean uh, you have to laugh or you'll just cry it's it's fucked yeah Um, One of
2: the the state's attorneys or the defense attorneys had said that had asked if the marijuana made him confused and um, aggressive, like it could have made him aggressive.
3: uh, I I guess uh, before we get into the trial itself, uh, do we want to say a little bit about Amber Geiger's character?
2: was a cop for five years um she shot someone previously
3: oh really I didn't know that
2: yeah just pretty short before the case I like maybe not even two months somebody she said she thought somebody was taking another officer's gun or weapon and she shot him he didn't die but she still shot him
3: yeah I mean, that's, that just goes to show it wasn't her first time using uh, potentially deadly force, you know, in the yeah. field, quotation marks. Because be. these guys are all Spec Ops forces. Uh, <laughs> um, so apart from that, uh, she was single and actively seeing a married man who was also a cop, right? Her
2: partner, yeah.
3: Oh, her partner. Okay. Yeah. Um was she, I don't know, involved in any kind of community stuff? She wasn't like a, a churchy person or anything, was she?
2: Uh she worked at her church on the weekends, I think they mentioned. Oh, and okay. I guess they thought it was really important to highlight that she wanted to be a cop since she was six years old.
3: Oh, so just a, a regular indoctrinated drone. Not, nope. not that we're biased here. <laughs> <laughs> um are there any other major what piece pop- of work? <laughs> fucking bitch uh no um <laughs> any other major components of her personality or, like character that would be uh important for the case
1: did y'all mention the elite training
3: oh yes so well <laughs> quotation marks on that too being a cop but um yeah, so yeah. She, she was part of a like a, a higher tier unit within the dallas police correct
2: crime yeah. response team
3: yeah i i don't so know she had
1: additional training and she's considered like elite for her peers i guess and uh uh so you know that like me personally if i walked into somebody else's apartment i would be like oh shit this is not my fucking house (laughs) Uh, but But also on on top of that fucking shot (laughs) on top of that i wouldn't go completely oh excuse me completely like automated grab my gun and kill the first person i see Uh, And I have no training. (laughs) So, I mean, it really begs the question of uh,
0: honesty on her part.
3: Yeah, like anyone with any kind of like basic small unit tactics training, you don't just run into a dangerous situation. You put yourself in the best position possible. And she had a chance to de-escalate before even coming to combatives. She didn't have to aggressive or even use deadly force she could have backed off and been like right i need, yeah. to, call, I need to call someone because there's someone in my place but, but let's get into say
4: that is her training and that she yeah. did not follow it in yeah court case. yeah
3: and, and that's that's important i think before we even get into the trial itself she is of higher training she should have that mindset and she just didn't even begin to use it which is telling in her uh in her character that's why i wanted to get to it before we get to the trial yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's impulsive
1: speaking of the trial uh we can talk about the shooting itself and how that went down and how she said she said that she uh she gave commands to to Bo to like get down on the ground and stuff like that but uh
2: so she said she told him show me your hands several sure. times
1: yeah, but there was, like, what, like, five or six witnesses called, and they all heard gunshots, but they didn't hear any anybody yelling commands or anything.
2: Heard general confusion, but nobody heard the commands being shouted.
3: I mean, you'd, okay. think, you'd think if you were freaked out and holding a gun on someone, you'd be screaming those rather than fucking whispering them. So, And
2: that's what the prosecution had brought up. They were, like, because she demonstrated how loudly she yelled the commands and he said you know you're an officer that's not how loud you yelled the commands you were much louder we've yeah. heard cops yell in videos <laughs> they don't but also, they yelling.
1: also it doesn't matter if she yelled show me your hands to somebody in their own house <laughs>
0: right.
4: yeah yeah that shouldn't matter at all i mean this is what character and how far she went out of her way to kill this guy when there were so many other options. I mean, it's an yeah. apartment building. You just sneak back in the hallway and wait till whoever it is comes out. He's, she's got a radio, she, she's got someone to call for backup.
2: That's one of the so, things that they talked about. The doors in the apartment complex, they're actually they're heavy steel doors that automatically shut. So she, like, she left her keys in the door, so she had to like, push it open and she had to hold it open in order to get in there because she also yeah, had her I'm gear.
4: Not a tactics guy but i would think if you think you have no idea who's in there you think someone's breaking into your house there could be five of them you'd think your training would teach you to just step back call for reinforcements they're they're not going anywhere it's an apartment building yeah <laughs> jump out the window there's no back door oh what what floor was it on do you remember Fourth.
0: Fourth.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah. Fourth is where it happened. She lived on the third. Oh, okay. am I correct? Oh,
2: sh- um, sure. I think it might be backwards. But, like, yeah, I think she parked on the third floor and that's where he lived and she lived on the fourth floor.
4: Okay. okay. But that was another thing, too, is that the third floor of the parking garage has no windows or anything, where the fourth floor, where she normally parks, has a big open view. You can see everything around. She backed around her
2: you. truck in. She didn't just pull in; she backed her truck in.
3: So do do we want to? Do you want to go over like so? We we've said like the basic event, like she walked into his apartment, shot him, blah blah blah. But do we want to do like a a very quick sort of chronological rundown so of her night?
1: This sounds like amp territory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no pressure. So she worked a 13.5-hour workday, which they made sure to highlight that most of this was basically babysitting inmates in an air-conditioned yeah. building. I work, and she I, was, I just want
1: to throw in, like, that's what I work every time I work. Any she, day I work, I work a 13-hour shift. And I've never killed anybody or entered the room. So.
2: She had, throughout the day, she had been sexting her partner, her married partner, Um, about plans after work. They ended up just saying that it was flirting and they weren't really making plans. That who knows, they're probably lying. Um, So she drove home and she talked to her married partner the entire way on her way home and then she pulled in, she backed into her parking spot, well what she thought was her parking spot, and then she missed She walked past 16 apartments to Botham's door, and she put her key in the door and noticed that it was already open, and she shot him.
4: Entered and killed the guy.
2: Yeah. um, She said that she yelled, show me your hands, and that he, in the arrest report, literally says he didn't comply with her orders. in Jeez. his own home. Yeah, um, yeah. She claims that he charged at her. The evidence suggests otherwise. Um she also claims that she didn't which it's pretty common in this apartment complex 93 people said that they had made a similar mistake going to the wrong floors, ending up in the wrong apartments. None of them shot anybody. So, um she claims that she was tired but she had plans to go to the gym after she got home and to meet up with her partner. So that'll.
1: Mm -hmm. And how many of those 93 people ended up uh, killing somebody?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Only the one with elite training.
3: Yeah, well, funny how that works out, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Real crazy. Um,
2: So I guess um, it wasn't in the media or anything, but apparently both of them had AirPods in his ears. Uh, she said that probably added to the confusion. Um, I think it would add like a slower reaction time.
3: Wait, sorry, Do you, you not... cut out. He had, did you say he had something in his ears?
2: AirPods? Oh, okay. Like headphones? Yeah. You know, like yeah, you're you not going to hear somebody like, walk in.
3: Yeah, you'd be like, huh, someone's shouting at me. Why is someone shouting at me in my own home? <laughs> and then you'd pull them out and it would slow things down you'd presume. You wouldn't just, it, by her um, account... Just charge at someone when you had AirPods, and you'd be like, What the fuck is going on?
2: Right. I mean, a lot of people, um, like, we're talking about the prosecution today. He had said she made the decision to kill him before she ever got into the apartment. She had to get her gun out and all of that stuff before she ever got into the apartment. And that seems more believable, but we'll find out.
0: This is some sad shit, dog
3: <laughs> yeah it's it's a fucking horrible case, yeah, yeah like it's really I mean, sad.
1: really like honestly, like this dude was
2: incredible the
1: the epitome of minding his own business he and was like just it. chilling watching t v he had fucking airpods in, like the memes, like, oh no, whoa. <laughs> A cop is trying to murder you in your own house. Oh no, he has AirPods <laughs> in. He can't hear anything. Like,
3: yeah, yeah. Ser- seriously, it's it's fucked. And for all of our for all of our memes on like cop hating and stuff, this is why it's just these kind of situations that happen way too often, and so many don't get media coverage like this. I don't know why this one in particular has got like grown so much. Um, I guess because it's kind of the time we're in, you know, white privileged cop kills black man in his own home maybe that's helped but this this kind of shit happens too fucking often and i'm glad this one's at least getting some attention and hopefully Agreed. it'll have some impact but um after so she
2: shot him oh sorry go ahead
3: oh no i was just gonna say do we want to get into the like how the response went down after the shooting But um what are you gonna
2: say that's what i was gonna talk about <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs> we're actually on the same page for him
2: yes <laughs>
3: <laughs> go militia. Um,
2: after she shot him uh she called 911 um she said she did sternum rubs to save his life but she at the same time she was on the 911 call she was texting her married partner she was saying like i need you hurry um And she had first aid kit, like a first aid kit in her gear. She sat her first aid stuff right next to Botham's body and didn't use any of it. There was no blood on her hands, despite her saying that she tried to save his life. Um, And also that she had a
4: duty radio.
2: Yes. um, She had every officer that's in the CRT team, they have like a take-home police radio they can use to call the cops for quicker access. She chose to call 911 instead of using that radio, um which kind of delayed that response a little bit. She and, probably
1: wanted him to die at that point.
2: Who knows? Um, and then when she made the call, she said she thought she was in the wrong apartment several times. And then she had said that you know she was going to lose her job and she cared more about how it was going to impact her than saving both him's life
3: i mean that's again telling of the the different characters that these two people have her, <laughs> hers impulsive and clearly pretty fucking selfish but again that's my personal bias shining through <laughs> so was
2: <once laughs> well, she the... kept... oh sorry sorry yeah, she kept... Off. But- she kept <laughs> <laughs> stop it. She kept saying <laughs> she kept saying that she uh reverted back to her training. That's why she shot him twice, once in the heart, and once one shot went through the wall, right above where his head would be. Uh but she one of like the better parts of the closing statements was when the prosecutor had said that she remembered every bit of her training when it came to taking his life but none of her training when it came to saving his life. And I think that's um, kind of like an indictment of just police culture nowadays. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I mean think it's considerably more training on how to kill somebody than how to save somebody or how to find a way to resolve a situation without using violence.
2: One point she said she didn't even know how to do CPR, which they have to be certified for that.
1: She doesn't know how to do CPR. Like everybody knows how to do CPR. Even if I think she's, she's never been trained. A
4: hothead she wants to kill people. One of them. She joined the force. Now she's she's taking the extra training. And the extra training means they're going to put her in higher stress situations where she has more of a chance to shoot people. She yeah. felt like... I, I personally think she might have thought she was at the wrong apartment.
2: Right. Hey.
4: But then... At some point, she figured it out and still decided she was going to shoot this guy. Well,
1: that's what the meme she posted was, right? Kill first.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Kill first, die last.
3: Yeah, we'll 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 dig into that, but it's part of the culture that I think we all talk about a lot. Where these guys they view themselves as soldiers, not warrior cops. Yeah, should not be warriors, dude. No, that's not what this shit is about. They should be like peacekeepers. If if they are to exist at all, they're there to maintain so called order but they're these fucking warriors. They're, they're the ones who didn't go to Iraq, but they still want to get that notch on their belt and be like, yeah, I've, I've seen combat. And they have this fucking special forces me- mentality as, as this, uh, we'll, we'll get into it in a, in a minute, but um, one of the memes on her, or not memes, but posts on her social media was a, uh, a special forces kind of like moto bullshit thing. It looks
1: like a fucking meme to me. <clears throat>
3: well, yeah.
2: Boomer memes. <laughs>
3: Yeah, stay low, go fast, kill first, die last, one shot, one kill, no luck, all skill. Blah, 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 blah. But, like, posting that kind of shit, you're clearly out because you have this violent, like, wish in you. You want to get that notch on your belt. You want to be mm-hmm. a wor- a warrior, not not a peacekeeper, not someone who's concerned for her community, as I'm sure they they uh, use during the uh, defense. But, um... Some-
2: Something that I found pretty interesting during the testimonies, the cop that was supposed to seclude Amber Geiger after the shooting, she kept referring to what they did that day, like um, like the task that they had to do at work as a mission. She kept calling it, you know, when yeah. we were on the mission. I just thought that was a little creepy.
3: No, it's so telling. It's exactly their culture these days. They view themselves as a military element rather than peacekeepers. It's, it's such a fucked... A fuck time we live
1: in. Yeah. Mission. It's a fucking, like, it's... Oh, my God.
3: You drive around around neighborhoods in fucking Dallas, not fucking Baghdad. Are you serious? The mission.
2: (laughs) And I think it was just chasing some some robbers or something.
0: (laughs) Thing big. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, you might think that we're listeners you might think that we're just being like horribly biased but i mean really like how can you even how can you even act like both him was in the wrong here like how how could anybody even i mean that's why we're going so hard on this because like how could anybody even say that what happened to him was justified he was literally just hanging out in his own apartment like eating ice cream and he got murdered it's, it.
3: the, it's the most completely indefensible action like that mm-hmm. you could possibly commit. It, like, man, you're sitting here listening to us in your apartment, chilling after a hard day at work. Cop breaks into your house because you left the door a crack open, shoots you dead because they think you're in their apartment. Right. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean,
1: honestly, it almost looks like uh, taking advantage of a situation like, oh, shit, this door is open.
3: Yeah, I, my, I could go in here and I wouldn't be charged term.
1: with breaking and entering.
3: Yeah, it's my time to get that notch on my belt. I really think so many cops have this mentality, which is why they're eager to escalate rather than de-escalate because they want to be that warrior. They want to be the one who's seen action.
1: Yeah, so that they can talk about how their job is so dangerous.
2: One of the responding officers had talked about how Amber should have um, retreated to protect the sanctity of human life. And he had said that, and it's pretty common, and it's true, um, we, I live in an apartment, and it's true, that it could have been maintenance in her apartment. And I thought, well, that's actually a really good point. If, if you live in an apartment, you could go into your own apartment and maintenance be there. And it seemed like it was, you know, like a possibility, but maybe not probable until Amber Geiger herself had said that maintenance sent out an email that week that they were going to be doing moisture tests in the complex. And that so they, they were all day... Her. Yeah. So you would think all day, maybe like eight to five, which is what she tried to say, but it's not eight to five. And especially if they found a problem like moisture in the apartment, it could be something that took that long to fix. She didn't think about that when she just opened fire. Just going
3: guns blazing, kill a fucking maintenance guy. Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, what if it had been a maintenance guy and yeah, not I- just a, a man? Well, what's
3: worse? Have- like what's worse?
1: Like, <laughs> they burn. send you. They I send you an equal. email saying, like, "Like, hey, really bad. Yeah, we might be in your apartment. Uh, by the <laughs> way, you live in a fucking <laughs> apartment. Yeah, like this isn't even like really yours. Hello, like <laughs> this is our job. So you get home and there's a maintenance guy in your apartment, and you kill him, or you enter somebody's apartment that isn't even yours. I don't know.
4: we are both pretty bad. Well, here's the thing: if any of us did this, it wouldn't be news at all. Oh, we'd just shop. be in jail." Yeah. For yeah shooting an innocent person which is the right thing if you're shooting and taking someone's life that even if that was your apartment you don't have to kill someone for it like <laughs> they came in through the door they're coming out through the door you stand there until they come out
1: yeah it's like you're you're you don't know there could be two or three leg. people
4: yeah why do you, why do you want to die for some shit in your apartment maybe there's five armed men
1: yeah just like br was saying you want that fucking notch i shit if i go, if i get home and my door's open i fuck Excuse me, I'm not fucking going in there. The hell?
3: Your I'm home going. intruder, your home intruder, Omri is like weeping right now. But, <laughs> um.
1: I mean, I can't intrude in my own home, that's not how it works. I need the advantage. I, need to, I, I need mean, if it was
4: a house and not an apartment, you got other back doors and windows, I try to cover those. <laughs> but in an apartment that's a no brainer, there's no other way out, yeah, especially on like a, a higher up floor. Like, what you, are you think? Areas? You're up on the fourth floor. Where are they going? They have to come out.
2: Right. That's why
4: she can call backup so easy.
2: That's what they kept saying that she should have treated it like a barricaded person, which it wasn't. I don't even like to say that because yeah. he was in his own apartment. But she, in the standard operating procedure for that, is to take cover or well retreat, take cover and call for backup. And that was part of their code of conduct for the CRT that she was on was. That you're always a cop, basically. Like even when you're off duty, you're supposed to follow this standard operating procedures, and she didn't.
3: Held to a higher standard, or mm. as the as the reality is, a an ins- insanely lower standard. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's a rant for six episodes ago. I'm sure. No <laughs> <there>. <laughs> um, so, do you want to get into the so how the cops treated her once they arrived? They 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 just treated her like. Not like a suspect, but like a friend, right?
2: Yeah. Um she was supposed to be like if you or I shot somebody, we would be we'd call nine one one, they'd seclude us, they'd take our weapon, all of take our phones especially. Um she wasn't. She was allowed to just linger in the hallway and play on her phone. I think she I don't know if that's when she deleted text messages, yeah. aka evidence. When did or, she delete the memes? Um, sometime between the 72 hours when she killed somebody and when she turned herself in. Um, So she was allowed to play on her phone, and then the officer was supposed to seclude her. So she took her outside, and I don't know where she stood. She left her somewhere and went to go get her car, which, again, that would never happen to us. And while she was getting her car, several officers walked up, and they were hugging her and giving her support and talking to her, and she pulled up with her car. And then the chief of the Dallas Police Association came up, and he told her not to talk to anybody. Um, He instructed the officer that was supposed to seclude her to turn off the in-car monitoring, which isn't standard procedure because they can catch some things. You know, maybe the officer's talking to themselves or something like that but they were giving her all of this privilege that none of us would be afforded.
1: Yeah, we'd be, we'd be arrested immediately. Are you fucking kidding me?
3: Have bruises from being tackled to the floor? Fucking...
1: We might have died.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. They might
1: have found a reason, an excuse to fucking kill us.
3: Yeah. Someone else wanted to get their notch on their belt.
1: Sorry, I thought his fucking quarter of an inch thick cell phone was a firearm.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: she had talked about how alone she felt in the moments afterwards, but yet she was able to text this married man that she was seeing and she was able to be around her friends and coworkers.
1: What did she say? What was she, what did she text him?
2: Um, she was mostly just texting him that she needed him and to hurry. And, uh, some of it was deleted and I'm not sure that they brought it up. Maybe they didn't think it was relevant, but just basics.
3: Probably nudes
2: about her job.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, So, Emotional support nudes.
1: Yeah.
2: Um she was back to sexting him like two days after she murdered both of them.
3: Jesus. That's a hell of yeah. a kink.
1: Yeah, I'd be not turned on.
3: <laughs> yeah, you if, if this was if this was a person like and this is jumping ahead, but near the end of the trial she was bursting into tears saying, I wish he was the one with the gun and I was dead It's like seriously you fuck? You're sitting there sexting this guy like forty eight hours if if you killed someone and you were really guilty, you would be all cons- all consumed with grief. Like, you would be just. You wouldn't yeah. feel like a human if you really felt like a piece of shit. Have
1: you ever, like, accidentally stepped on somebody's toe or some shit like that? <laughs> I, I feel <laughs> fucking terrible. Like, I feel like buying them, like, a coffee or something. Yeah,
2: I couldn't imagine, um,
1: like, literally shooting somebody in their own apartment and then being, like, kind of horrible. You had showed kind of
2: body, body cam footage IP. when they were to. They were both of them was on the stretcher, and they were pulling him out like of the building, and she looked down at her phone to text. I mean, she wasn't even thinking about him in that moment. she was texting
1: I hate this bitch <laughs> I'm, I,
3: it's like I said, it's just indefensible there's, there's and it's hard not to be biased because what the fuck is this person? If you're
1: not biased, you're stupid.
2: <laughs> yeah, That's I mean. <laughs> I'm okay with being biased.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I I mean, obviously, because of our positions, we we will always be biased. But, (laughs) but this situation—I don't care how much of a hardcore, like thin blue line, bootlicking Republican you are. This woman doesn't care about the sanctity of human life. She took, she took no preventative measures to not kill someone.
1: Think about like the worst cases we can think of. The worst cases we've talked about, like uh, that poor guy in, in the hallway. Daniel Shafer fuck ass cop that had fuck you engraved in his rifle and shit like that. Like to me that was super easy to say like that cop should not have killed that guy. But he reached for his waistband because his pants were falling down. The reason is because his pants were falling down, and he had to pull them up, but he reached for his waistband. Cop got off like you you can't even say any of that this time. Like he didn't no, he's in his he's in his apartment, you know? Yeah. There's yeah. nothing you can say. There's no way you can even well, I mean he did reach for his hand you know, he reached for his waistband. There's no way you can Nah dude. This dude was literally wearing like Nike slides eating ice cream right now. You're <laughs> not doing shit.
2: The shoes were debatable. Hmm? Yeah. That huh? the shoes were debatable. Uh. Whether or not he was wearing them. So my not. Well,
3: what <laughs> came through was was debatable. I'm like, oh Jesus, what,
2: what? Where are you going
3: with this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no what, wearing the shoes.
2: <laughs> what's the
1: debate about the shoes? I thought he was wearing slides.
2: Um, they were the people, the first responders moved a lot of stuff in the apartment, and there was actually like no proof. They wanted to use the shoes as like the main piece of evidence that he was like charging at her because of where they were, but they moved.
1: The I don't room. even understand the significance of that. Like, how could?
2: just the positioning um they were a little further away from where uh like the couch and everything was
1: what the fuck yeah
2: maybe that's (laughs) such a minor autistic correction yeah
1: maybe that's (laughs) just where he puts (laughs) his shoes i don't even get it
2: yeah well that's what they the judge had said that um the shoes weren't proof of anything because he was kind of a messy guy (laughs)
3: thank fuck i mean oh jesus that's kind of scary for me maybe i need to get messier in my apartment so uh my apartment's
1: dirty as shit
3: i'm ocd as shit so i need to i need to give my defense more ammo for the inevitable
1: easier to hide things
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's tactical tactical have Uh,
1: have y'all ever thought about
2: tactical (laughs) have y'all ever
1: thought about what y'all would have to do or like what y'all would do like say it's nothing you did like say like something happened to like your neighbor's house or something like that and like the cop showed up and they decided to like ask you questions like i mean i guess technically you could tell them to fuck off you know but then
4: that's probably what would happen
1: (laughs) but then you have to think maybe in
4: those exact words if they don't
1: (laughs) if they don't know who did what like say it was a break-in or like say like god forbid like your neighbor ends up dead or something like that yeah. And then the cops are like, "Hey, can you uh answer some questions for us about like anything you heard or see?" And you just tell them to fuck off. Then they're gonna be like, "That guy <laughs> might. That guy might. Then that, that, you know that might have been the guy that did it." You know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's so kind then, of like, like I would be more what? inclined to not talk to them. But I think about like the five people who said that they didn't hear Amber Geiger shout commands. Like, if those people had said, you know, I didn't see anything, I didn't hear anything, or I don't yeah. want to talk, or something like that, um, the case. There may not be so much ammo against Amber Geiger.
4: Yes.
2: So so always ask. um, "Is
4: Oh, I never said the first thing I was going to say was fuck off. (laughs) We're going to go back and forth for a little bit and it's going to end with me telling them to fuck off.
1: Yeah. Or what if somebody breaks into your house and you have to shoot them? You know, that's the the cops are the cops are definitely coming into your house then, you know? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, and they have like, to do for like insurance purposes and body right. removal.
1: but yeah, like I don't, just I, don't up. I don't, I don't, have Break anything illegal. There, then you shut the fuck up! I don't have anything illegal in my house. But cops, no, none, none don't. of us
4: do. <laughs> right,
1: but <laughs> cops don't. Cops don't care about what's legal and what's not. Honestly, you know, like if they see that I have like body armor and see that I have like thirty round magazines and like ammo and stuff like that, what? then they're gonna. So they
2: heard. What? <laughs> you don't have those things.
3: Allegedly,
1: yeah. Let's but, see. Let's <laughs> say I did. <laughs> I, like, let's say I did. Like they would still, for some reason, even though all that stuff is legal to own, they'd still like be suspicious it. of it. Yeah, yeah. And then they'd like they might take me in, or they might take it for some reason, like similar Oh no, they're taking you are, in. Like,
4: yeah, they would be like, well,
1: we think that they're, you know, we think that these things may have been used in a crime, blah blah blah, and they're gonna like take all your shit. So like, you could have done nothing, and that's that's a police state. Like that's that's what that's oh what yeah I mean, th-
3: that's um we talked about it much earlier in the uh, in the episode but me and angler was saying if you have a baseball bat in your home that's a prosecu prosecutable thing if you use it in self-defense it's like well do you play baseball it's like well does it fucking matter
1: i thought that was only in england
3: no, no that's that's what i'm saying like it's it, that's the police state and that's what this whole thing could potentially be heading to as a wider societal thing like do you have a purpose for owning that? Why did you have that in your apartment? And then it becomes part of a trial. It's like, what does it matter that I own it?
1: Yeah. Like it's what does not, it matter it's, that, it's, that it's John not. had weed in his apartment?
2: One thing that I found interesting today was that um she had said both of them was charging at her, but like from his couch to maybe like the back of the wall, it wasn't very far. There was a baseball bat there. And the prosecutor had said, anyone in their right mind who thinks that somebody's intruding, they're going to grab that baseball bat right there to defend themselves. And he didn't.
1: Honestly, if he had killed that fucking cop, I don't think there should even be a trial about it. I I
4: think he'd be more justified than her.
1: Definitely. He should have used that fucking baseball bat. I wish he would have used it successfully.
2: (laughs) I don't know that he even had time to think.
1: No, he probably didn't. I'm just saying, like, that doesn't make any sense. Like...
3: It was just, the prosecutor,
1: just like, the prosecutor said, if he wanted to use the baseball bat, he could use the baseball bat.
2: In this case, the prosecutor um, is the good guy. That's never the case. Yeah, I,
1: I know, him. I know, but like, so what if he did? So if he did pick up a baseball bat and charge at a, an actual home intruder, an armed home intruder, then it would have been justified that he was killed in his own home. Yeah. No.
2: None of this none of this matters that's to me, why like, he doesn't think he was attacking her,
1: yeah, I mean, I understand, but they're saying it as in like if he was, then it would have been a better case for Geiger, even though she's in oh, the yeah. house. y'all see what I'm saying,
0: yeah,
1: okay, I'll trust so, you
3: do you want to uh do you want to start and get get into the uh trial?
0: yes, I do
3: <laughs> the meat and veg- uh so. Meat and how- veg. How long has it been since the. So it's been September last year is when this happened. and
2: not exactly a year ago, yeah.
3: Yeah, so a year on trial starts. And um, so the state must prove beyond reasonable doubt that Amber reasonably did not believe it was her apartment and reasonably did not believe that both of them was an intruder. So that's, that is the argument of this whole thing. Yes.
2: I think. And um...
3: Where do do we go from there? What was the the kind of first, uh, I don't know, moves of both the defense and prosecution?
2: Um, The prosecutors, they really focused on her elite training because this is a complex where 93 people made similar mistakes going to the wrong floors. Like, it was a known problem in the complex, but none of them had the elite training that she had, and all of them except for one man, I think, they were alerted by different things like uh, the smell or just the atmosphere or the numbers um, on the uh, the apartment numbers are actually lit up. Like they're not just like regular apartment numbers, which seems crazy <laughs> that she would miss those being this like elite trained cop. But
1: yeah, her deduction some... skills suck. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. um. So if she does get
1: cleared, system. I don't want her working on any fucking criminal things ever.
2: <laughs> Fuck her. Um, she's like, she missed so many things. And the, when he was pointing out all of them, it was just like, I don't, it was crazy. <laughs> there was like the red carpet and the smell. And yeah.
1: Like, did she think that the home intruder decided to do some decorating before he decided <laughs> to like burglarize the house?
3: Chuck a welcome mat
1: down. Just yeah.
2: That was like one of the things that, um, so they were like in the closing arguments, there were two. Uh, different prosecutors and the first one he's like what robber is going to come into your house turn on the tv smoke some marijuana and eat ice cream like it's not sensible (laughs)
3: like that that's some amateur hour stuff right there yeah (laughs) gotta be like God. really wanted
2: to focus they focused really hard because amber kept going back to her oh i you know i shot him twice because i went back to my training and so the prosecutor kept hammering home like this elite training she wasn't <laughs> you know she wasn't a reasonable person she was this cop who should be held to a higher standard because of all the training that she's had in her position
3: Yeah, she's kind it of. Said
4: like, like three thousand hours of training. I believe I have seen. Shit. Which is a decent amount. That's an insane amount for anyone who's taxpayer funded.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I stress that that is a fucking insane amount of training for anyone who's a government
4: employee.
1: three thousand hours, dude. I gotta break out a cocktail for
2: this shit. Down somewhere in our notes. I think
4: that's part. where I read it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It might. Have, I think it's on the higher side of three thousand too. So, it's Jesus, insane. And yeah, so that, they, that, they,
3: that they, is actually elite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's like
0: four straight
1: months.
2: It yeah. was like,
4: like
2: the closest that they got to a good witness for the defense was a guy who got all the way into a woman's apartment, and he. But he had a roommate, so everything that was different, he kept blaming on the roommate like oh well maybe he has a girl over because he saw a purse and maybe he moved his dog bowl and that kind of stuff
3: but (sighs) he
2: still didn't shoot her she didn't shoot him
3: (laughs) i mean this this is another thing this is fucking texas this is a cowboy state it's i'm sure was there any i don't know if there was any collected information or if it would even be lawful to but if there's like a large number of concealed carriers in in this building. I don't know if that was even part of the trial, but I
2: don't think they mentioned it. But that would be interesting to know. I, I,
3: I mean, there's like you'd think a higher percentage of people who would be carrying weapons for self-defense just because of the local culture. And
2: Are they kept kind of saying that there was um, like a lot of homeless in the area, so you would think.
3: Yeah. So sh- when they stress, like when the prosecution stresses, like, well, all of these people didn't shoot anyone. They're not just fucking around. Like it's. <laughs> There is legitimately a higher chance that you would yeah. freak out if someone was All in All these home. people
1: were packing. And <laughs> none of them shot.
3: I mean, Christ, if it, was, if it was 1 in 10, that's still, like, pretty good going. And I'd say, like, a reasonable assumption for Texas, if not higher. But why weren't more people making this mistake, you know?
2: All of the all of the um, witnesses that the the defense brought in, they had noticed one woman and she was somewhat embarrassed to say it. She noticed that there wasn't the smell of dog urine in the area. And that's how she knew she was in the wrong place. (laughs) And another one said that there was like a cute guy on the floor and she was like, Oh, he doesn't live on my floor. And that's how she (laughs) realized it. And it's just like, all of them noticed these little signs. And yet Amber Geiger did it? she missed
3: these glaring signs? Oh so someone God. who's someone who's meant to like be susceptive and like notice details that could be potentially like evidence and evidence and trial. Perceptive, whatever. I'm one one too deep. Um perceptive, yes. She should have noticed like important details, really fucking everyday stuff that any normal person without you know, three thousand hours of training should be able to pick up on. Yeah. I, think that
2: I forgot to mention, um the doors on the apartment sometimes had trouble. Um so like a big question that I've seen a lot of people have is how she got into his apartment. With the weather in Texas, when it changes, sometimes the locks will bow out and they won't shut correctly. Um that is what happened to Botham's lock. They proved it with, like, getting the data because it's like a key fob.
0: Hmm. So
2: they, like, proved that it was actually going on, and they ran several different tests, and it was proven that this was how the lock was. But also the doors are heavy steel, so they automatically shut. And Amber still got her key all the way into the door to where it lit up red to signify that she wasn't
1: at the right place. And it also
2: makes a sound.
1: So it's like a key card? Like...
2: Like a key fob
1: okay, that's, that's I thought
2: it was a card, but she after she shot him, she left her keys hanging in the door, so I assume it's something where you like put the key in the door. That's interesting. it's pretty important to know, a lot of people had that question, and I forgot
4: about it oh, exactly. so she seen the red light her key didn't work.
2: she says she didn't I... so it's another one of the the five big signs that she wasn't in the right spot. <laughs>
4: That's a big sign. That's a yeah, huge sign. If you've sign. ever stayed at a hotel, you know the different sound between you put your key card in to get it in the room if it's red or green.
3: Right. Well, yeah, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, my card's not working. I'm going to have to go and talk to someone. You'd think it would be like, you'd notice and it would be an irritation. You'd fucking, <laughs> you know, not, not okay. just be like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just shove the door open. Yeah,
1: you don't just be like, oh, I guess I got to kill whoever's in here.
2: That's one of the things, like, these just these no, and if you like watch some of the witnesses, they seemed like doofuses, like just ditzy people. <laughs> and they noticed all these little differences, like just tiny little differences a basket that their neighbor doesn't have out, or like a carpet or something like that. And yet, this 3,000, yeah, because I mean,
1: if that's where you live, then every small difference is like a huge difference, you know.
2: Yeah, did she have absolutely no situational awareness? And <laughs> why is What's she a cop?
3: Yeah, especially <laughs> an elite cop—that's some troubling shit. I wouldn't put it past a government employee to not be as highly trained as they are, but even still, at this level, she should be at least as perceptive as your average moron, you know?
1: Yeah, and,
2: and you see exactly that shit how every day. All, a lot of the other witnesses is like an average moron. <laughs> uh,
3: so, um, so we we've very much covered that she was, I, I guess, not perceptive for whatever reason. Um, what were the other primary details of the of the arguments
2: um, I guess why she wasn't perspective perceptive um, some the prosecution thought that perhaps she had an argument with that married man, and maybe that's what had distracted her. The defense kept saying that she was really tired, except she made plans for afterwards to go to the gym and to meet up with um, <sighs> The married partner's name is Martin Rivera, so she Mm. made plans to meet up with Rivera and go to the gym, which is kind of signs that you're not actually tired.
3: Yeah, you'd think if you were too tired to, like, make life-ending mistakes like this, you'd be like, maybe I shouldn't go to the gym today. I'm beat. Yeah,
1: I might kill somebody for, like, getting (laughs) on my treadmill.
2: The defense wants you to believe that she reasonably thought that that was her apartment. And because she reasonably thought that she, it was her apartment that Botham was an intruder and that she reasonably could use self-defense against him. They just went through, they said he was charging except um, they showed like the trajectory of the bullet and it proved that he was either crouching or getting from a seated position. Not charging
3: so seconds away defense, from ending her life
2: yeah the defense wanted you to believe that um he was crouching to charge i guess
3: yeah cr- crouching tiger form <laughs> right
2: yeah.
1: kind of like, he's a sprinter he's about to take off
2: um i thought some of the responding officers i don't like to speak well of cops but <laughs> some of the responding officers i thought calling them as witnesses i thought it was really cool because i they didn't care about anything like saving Botham's life was like their first goal um and then some of the things that they said against amber like how she should have retreated and how the sanctity of human life was paramount and i thought that was pretty cool it made her look especially bad because all of them had said that their training says to Retreat, take cover, call for backup, and she didn't do that.
3: Yeah, so for once, it actually seems that her fellow officers were following protocol and had that to mind. These guys, I'm sure they're like,
1: well, not really, because they also did all the, you know, turn off your.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: That was
2: that was like one specific person who was involved in all of that. It was this woman, and it seemed to me that they were pretty close friends because uh, she. I think she pretty much even lied on the stand because her story oh changed a little bit. Um, she had said at first that the chief of the Dallas police union had told her to turn off the in-car monitoring. And then later on, she's like, well, it wasn't an order. It was like a suggestion. And I just thought, oh, she just lied for this lady.
4: Yep. It's that thin
0: blue line, baby. You know how I'll be.
2: The defense, they wanted to say that they painted Amber as, first they went heavy on the hero cop stuff, like really heavy on the hero cop stuff. They wanted to paint her like she deleted all this evidence because she was embarrassed of this immoral affair that she was having. And the prosecution got up there and they were like, okay, so you you ended the sexual part of the relationship, but you were still sending these nudes. And so you didn't really care about the wife and the kids enough to not do that. Um,
0: and Very just immoral. like he
2: just like tore her character <laughs> apart it was so great at one point when they were bringing up witnesses to show like how easy it was to go into somebody else's part apartment the prosecution got up there and like, all he did, he was like, did you shoot her? And the guy was like, no. And then the very next person, he got up there and did the exact same thing. And then, like, third person started to happen again. And I'm just like, why are they still calling people up to the stand? It's getting embarrassing.
3: Well, I mean, that's, that's what you got to do. I mean, like, like I was saying, it, this is Texas. This is Texas. I mean, people have a higher likelihood of being armed. So, it's not unreasonable to ask, did you shoot them? Because they very well might have if they were freaked out in a similar situation. Especially not being such elite forces as this uh, Miss Amber Giger. but
0: there oh, it is. is.
2: The defense only, their only real defense was that the door wasn't working properly, um, and then the people who did it all of the time, they didn't in my head, and maybe this is going to be a bad part of watching the case every single hour of the case. It just seems like the prosecution did so well. And the judge, other than the castle doctrine stuff, it seemed like she was making really good calls. And there didn't, I mean, the jury is, there's like eight minorities on it and only two white people. And uh, the court reporters are black and the judge is black. The bailiffs were black. It just seemed like this. If, <laughs> if anybody in America, if one case is ever going to go our way, it's got to be this one. And if it's not this one, nothing is. Yeah. This seems really dramatic. That's, I...
3: that's what stands out about it. Because it's not just like usually with these cases, there's such, th- such uh, throwaways, especially in a place like Texas, which is like, I'd say one of the hardest, you know, thin blue line, back to blue, blah, blah, blah kind of states, especially after the um, the attacks on officers there. And yeah. uh, you'd expect somewhere like this to just be somewhere you don't even hear about the trial. It doesn't even make local news. It's just, yep, this happens. You know? The whole time I just felt go, so hopeful. Yeah, yeah. I mean the <laughs> the play by play with the uh, the prosecution, like being actually on their shit. I was saying I was saying to Ump about how it feels like they either had a, a real good talk with the family and they were like we, we've got to get this, you know, we've got to get a good result from this. Or, or he's just a damn good lawyer. He's actually doing his job against the state.
2: It's brutal. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, like <laughs> making an example of it. Not just like, through the motions. He is making an example of, of Amber Geiger for her uh, sh- shitty actions and shitty uh, decision making skills
2: the things that really stuck out during their closing arguments and it might have been the absolute first thing that the prosecution said was that a guilty verdict in this case doesn't mean you hate police and I was just like oh my god he just said that
3: (laughs) well yeah I mean in our current culture it's it's pretty common to just pick your your tribal side and go with that opinion but to make that and be like seriously like shut all that out look at the facts here even without your tribalistic notions, which is not what he said, but you know, that sort of mentality, this, just look at the facts. She is a bad person who'd made a terrible decision. doesn't matter what your opinion on cops are. This is a fucking...
1: Didn't the defense say, don't base your verdict on empathy or sympathy or something?
2: Ah, the defense had said like, um, I, I think I have it quoted here. Uh, This do not decide this case on sympathy and ignore public opinion and pressure, and remember that this was just a horrible perfect storm. They were (sighs) sad for both them, but it shouldn't cost her her life. And the prosecution had said this is not something that you should just be able to shoot somebody and then go about your life.
1: Hell, though. Well, I mean, either way, you'd be deciding it based on sympathy. If they're saying don't come to a verdict based on sympathy for for Bo. Right. please come to a verdict based on sympathy for Amber Geiger.
2: Right.
1: I mean, it's it's one or the other. So what a shitty closing statement.
2: It's really just daunting. They didn't really give much. I don't know. I just felt like it's such a slam dunk for the state. But I don't yeah. want to get my hopes <laughs> up. <laughs> But I truly do believe that if this isn't the case, then will there ever be a case?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> it's like, if, if you, and again, getting into the castle doctrine stuff, if you validate that as, as part of this, what are you saying? Castle doctrine is just, what does it even mean anymore when you can break into someone's home and then fear for your life and then defend yourself?
2: What the Wasn't fuck? her castle? Yeah. <laughs> this it's is like, the law that's in place to protect both them, Jean, not Amber Geiger.
3: Yeah, if, if he was an armed dude, he would have been, much like the guy I mentioned earlier, with the AK pistol shooting cops breaking into his home without announcing themselves, that guy, that is Castle Doctrine. That man defended his castle, his family, his property against an intruder that he didn't know, regardless of badges or any any other so-called authority. And if both of them had been in a similar position, shot her under Castle Doctrine, he would have been completely, the, like, the right. And, uh so for defense to use that is fucking insane i i'm probably gonna be uh listening to this during editing wondering how many times i say fucking insane but jesus if if any story has ever been so warranted it's this one it's just i can't even believe this isn't open and shut for prosecution i
2: guess just for the listeners um who might not we're just assuming that they know what castle doctrine is uh it's kind of like a stand your ground law. Um, If somebody breaks into your home, you have the right to defend yourself. The judge has allowed this to be used as a defense for Amber Geiger, who broke into somebody else's home. If it was reasonable that she thought it was her apartment, then it was reasonable that she used self-defense. And the Castle Doctrine is why that was reasonable, I guess.
3: Yeah, and I I can understand where it's coming from, but if it's not it, a good
2: precedent to set.
3: <laughs> no, it's a terrible fucking precedent to set.
4: Yeah, because the truth of the matter is she wasn't in her own apartment. And and there was
3: like so much she evidence. She made
4: that- the mistake. Whether there is evidence or not, she shot a man. The man is dead because she went into the wrong apartment. Yeah. Ultimately, she made the mistake that cost a man his life.
1: Yeah, it, Yeah, even if it was, you know, even if, everything she's saying is true. And she legitimately thought that a completely different apartment on a completely different floor was her apartment and that Jean was a, an intruder at the very least, it would still just be an accident. Yeah. Which is manslaughter. Cause it's, it's still neglect. I mean, it's still manslaughter.
2: I think well, that an important distinction that the prosecution made was it doesn't have to be that she reasonably thought it was her apart- apartment apartment a reasonable person like with her level of training it should be reasonable for her to think that's her apartment and it wasn't
1: well no i I mean obviously i think this is murder but i'm saying even if all that is true it's still a death based on her mistakes so i mean either way you look at this doesn't you know probation does not seem like a good punishment for this
2: I couldn't believe that the defense wanted that for her. <laughs> they asked if it was manslaughter if they could have probation. Which is. No. Wild.
4: Well, that's because cops get probation for manslaughter all the time, probably.
1: They also just get vacation for it.
4: Yeah.
2: Put <laughs> on administrative leave. It took her, it took them, she wasn't even put in custody. She had to turn herself in three days after the shooting, and I don't even know how much time she spent in jail. And they were talking today, um, there was like a little bit of coverage after the trial ended and they were waiting on the verdict. They said that if she gets a certain amount of time, she could file some sort of appeal. And while that appeal is um, like processing, she won't be in jail. That was wild. Like, she could be convicted of manslaughter or murder and still not be in jail.
3: That's fucked. And again, you have to ask, if this was a civilian-on-civilian civilian case, would that even be in the cards, you know? Hey, no.
1: It was blue blue privilege.
3: <laughs> it's just, seriously, it's an
4: elevated class of, of person.
1: Just feeling a bit superior today.
4: Yeah, really rich people get to do that, too. Not go to jail where the rest of us would.
0: Right.
2: Um, a lot of people. There's say a lot that. of
4: people sitting in jail right now, waiting on appeals. A lot.
2: A lot of the uh, big part about the justice system is, or justice system isn't necessarily race, but a poverty thing.
0: Class. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yep. You still with us? Hello? Can Can you
3: count a little bit? Yeah, yeah, there
2: you go. I shouted hello, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. Hello! (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, So, where where does that bring us to in the trial? Um, So, we're doing uh, closing statements, right?
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, we kind of just went over all of that. Maybe how we think it'll turn out and the impact of that.
3: Yeah. So, we we were also starting to dig into that. I mean, like we were saying, this is potentially precedent setting where if you start to just deface uh castle doctrine to if if you think if you can use the defense that I thought I was in my house and then murder someone, ooh, like what are you what are you doing to the legal system when you start fucking up uh Defense laws like that you're just making such a, a mockery of them at that point just just to suit one person's needs because they're an elevated person like elevated class of person
2: right one of the things that I kind of worried about during this whole case is that during the Jan- Daniel shaver case um, the they ruled that it would be reasonable, any cop in that situation, it'd be reasonable that they shot him, but there were like six other people in the room, six other cops who didn't shoot him. And they, he still got off for it. And here we have 93 people making a similar mistake and it's just, it's a little bit worrisome about what that'll do towards the verdict.
0: Yeah. I mean, Oh,
3: we lost guns. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> um I mean, yeah, but when they when they ignore things like that in these trials, where one out- you have one outlier who does something just reprehensible um, and they ignore that and they let them off. I mean, where do you go with that?
0: <laughs> yeah. am I am I Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: The connection is just fucking piss poor people. We're trying to we're trying to cover a serious.
2: Trying to be ahead we're of the all, game.
3: Yeah, when we're all uh, drunk and falling over ourselves on something that's less serious, it's fine. But a topic like this, it's like God. Um... One
2: of the things that I was really interested in knowing, I guess, I don't know why, like her and Martin Rivera, they deleted text messages. Um, they turned that one cop turned off like the in car monitoring. Um, they basically just, I don't know, told her to not speak to anybody. I don't know why they didn't add charges like witness tampering with evidence and aiding and abetting and conspiracy and all these different things.
0: If it was
2: any civilian, we would have been hit with the book every single part. There would have been breaking and entering. There would have been like everything. But she just got this like one charge and they're allowed to consider manslaughter. They aren't even yeah, allowed mean, to arrest her. In.
3: Yeah, they're, they're all acting like the people arresting, like arresting. Uh, was it even called an arrest at the time?
2: Um, I, I haven't called it that just because they kept saying secluding her. Yeah, but
3: and then she turned herself in later, so it wasn't.
2: She went in with an it for an interview, but uh, well, they it wasn't didn't like
4: charge her for. A few days. So they didn't like it wasn't
2: read like her Miranda rights or anything. Fuck.
4: But like where any of us had this happened to us, they would have thrown us in the back of the squad car, taken us to jail, and you have to wait to see a judge in the morning to see if you get your bail. And then they have so much time to decide what they're gonna charge you with. Her They just let her go home, no bail, no nothing like that, and then said, oh, you know what? Uh, I think we're going to charge you on this case. So they give her the chance to voluntarily bring herself in, which of course she does. She's got bail lined up already. She went in, hung out with some friends, drank some coffee. They hugged some more, just like they're doing the night she shot the dude. And then she was out on bail.
2: Yeah, uh, it just seems like that's kind of how the whole case, it just, it just is like a really good, I don't really know, like an example of everything that's wrong with police culture in America. After the shooting, we find out that this, just this outstanding human being, he didn't follow commands and he had marijuana in his apartment and does all these things that he did wrong, despite Amber Geiger being an adulterer, and I don't know if that's how you say that, and previously shooting somebody, and all this other stuff, her attempts to destroy evidence, none of that, we didn't hear about any of that, but we heard everything that Botham did wrong in his entire life, we heard about that. And he was the victim. It's,
3: it's really fucking putrid, just the way this, the way it always breaks down, it's, it's never the cop that could possibly be the bad guy, it's it's, that's like the last possible thought. It's always... well oh, and the victim shaming right. through the media. Yeah, it's like, what did they do to deserve this? How, how could it be right that the cops shot them?
2: Yeah. Everybody that's just went, well, so what was he doing? You know? <laughs> Maybe yeah. she smelled marijuana, and...
4: Well, I think, I think that- pretty quickly, after it happened, the cops themselves figured out, you know, she blatantly shot this guy and didn't do anything about it. You know, tried to cover it up. Like I said, I'm pretty sure you get arrested that night and then in the morning you see the judge and he charges you then with what you're being charged with. They waited, it was like three days or a week to charge her. And then manslaughter, I I don't know what that that costs, but a lot of people, if you don't own a home to put up, you ain't going nowhere.
2: Right. We could do a whole episode. So she on would have fail. been in the
4: lockup this whole time under a normal system. You're a normal she, person in yeah. this system.
3: But of course, cops are never normal people when it comes to answering for their crimes and their misdeeds. It's always just, they just skip the usual bullshit everyone else has to suffer through
2: the things i noticed is i'm pretty sure that maybe the union's paying her legal bills because they made this huge point of saying oh she's this cop who's you know she's working as a cop to pay her way through college and all this oh, other okay. stuff and it's just like well she's not poor she afforded this massive bond
3: it's not like a government paycheck is fucking bad either <laughs> <laughs>
2: Some cops make way more than I thought.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I saw a local like a lot make 100000 a year. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't
2: believe that.
4: Yeah, I saw a local ad and I was like,
3: Jesus Christ. I wish I wasn't so morally opposed. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> entry well, level. A entry lot of times that's through their overtime
4: ad. scams, too. Oh, yeah. Because they seem to get busted with that a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was working,
3: you know, down Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: One of the things that I – sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead.
3: I was was, was just going to ramble, please. If you're going to make a a point, please. Okay,
2: I was just just thinking about – I didn't know if you guys think that maybe her position as a cop was like a double-edged sword in this situation, you know 93 people made the same mistake like made similar mistakes as Amber Geiger but none of them shot anybody but not everybody's trained to react to like if somebody was in my apartment i would probably die like i wouldn't be able to defend myself but because of her training i'm sorry for everybody who follows me who think i might be able to defend myself but i'll die um because oh, of her oh, training the <laughs> yes i'm not your boog leader Um, but because of her training as a cop, she was allowed to react faster, but she shouldn't have react faster.
3: Because of that same Yeah, Like like I was saying right at the start, anyone who has small unit tactics training, you don't just... In that situation, when you're alone, you don't know the full extent of the threat. You're not just going to charge in. You're not fucking Rambo. That's not how any kind of combat training works.
4: If you carry a gun, you should know that you don't charge into an apartment that you think there's at least one person in.
3: Yeah. Like you just don't, you're not
4: There's nowhere for them to go. Why any, put your life at risk like that?
3: Yeah. Like any, the, the most basic levels of training are to even like combat training is to avoid combat until it's the only thing that's going to happen. And then you take care of it in the most efficient way possible. You know, the most, uh, yeah, I, I just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Elite training and she, she just charges in.
1: I mean, it it also opens up a conversation about rules of engagement with police. Yes. Because yeah. they don't fucking have any. They can basically just fucking kill you.
2: That's one of the biggest food. things about the mistake of fact um, defense that they're going with. It's basically the same thing as I thought I saw a gun. Yeah. For right. my life, I thought I saw a gun. The usual. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I wonder how many more years that's going to be viable with phones getting thinner and thinner. It's like, be 2025. But like, I thought, gun, like, you please? <laughs> it's like, Look how fucking skinny that is. Yeah. Do they think, think a really driver's license is a gun.
1: <laughs> Anything in your
3: hand is a gun, <laughs> including just your hand. You ever seen it? more in a glove. Yep. Have oh. you seen the,
2: um, the police vision test meme? Oh, like,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: It's got, like, pizza and a car and, like, all these different things that cops have mistaken. It's a, gun. It's yeah. a
3: gun.
4: <laughs> And then it's actually got the actual offense where a cop shot somebody for those yeah. things. Yeah, That's it's, the best it's part outrageous.
1: of it. Like that little kid that answered the door with a Wii remote in his hand? Oh, my God. And the cop shot him? Or the dude that was, like, walking across a parking lot like a hundred yards away like fucking far away maybe not a hundred yards but like far away and he was just walking across a parking lot with a brake pad in his hand and the cop just open fired <sighs> like as soon as he saw him he just like he pulled over on the side of the road and started shooting at the guy like what, the fuck he, like what the fuck is that dude
3: warrior culture Such bullshit. <sighs> Fucking action, man! Everyone wants to be Rambo. Anyway, um, sorry, my internet
1: died for a few minutes, so.
3: <laughs> Welcome back. Thank um, you. I got some so,
1: theraflu while I was down.
3: <laughs> so uh, I guess we're about to get into sort of our uh, predictions and kind of end notes on the on the case, right? Yeah. Know anyone has any other notes about the case itself? No. Anyone?
1: I'm ready for closing statements. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What do you guys
3: think? Um, I My pessimism is shining through. Like This trial has gone as good as it could, but I still think... I think the, the slap on the wrist will be how the trial went, and I still think in in a place like Texas, even with a jury, I, I still think she's going to get a slap on the wrist. I think she's going to end up with, mm-hmm. like, the minimal charges she needs to for society not to burn down, you know? It's going to be a manslaughter charge, or if it is any kind of murder, it's going to be, like, just nothing like a civilian would face. It's going to be... A Third year. degree at most. Yeah, and, like, like a year, and then, like, good behavior bringing that down. I'm such a fucking piss take. But then...
1: Probation she, for 12 yeah, months. It,
3: yeah, if she if she gets anything... It's still going to be celebrated as the system working, and everyone's going to fucking forget about this, and she's going to carry on. So I think they'll slap her with something like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, we see it all the time. Like Anytime a cop is convicted, which is rare, it's like, oh yeah, he raped uh, like nine eight-year-old girls. And he's uh he's out in two years.
3: Yeah, and he's still getting his benefits and stuff. He's just been retired from the...
1: Yeah, because okay. raping all those girls gave him PTSD. Ah... So. Uh
2: i'm hoping I mean, for like a second degree at least second degree murder charge or conviction i think like watching the case is gonna doom me because it just everybody <laughs> did so well i'm so hopeful because i don't know i just like if i was on that jury and ignoring all my biases yeah. which i don't know that i can i would say guilty but again mm-hmm. that's probably why i do I think we'll see a guilty verdict. verdict
3: yeah i i, I think, it'll think it'll be guilty like
2: facing five to 99 years in prison with a guilty murder verdict um i think anything less than five years dallas will still burn i think oh, people, really? if yeah. it's probation I, just, I think people are still gonna be mad because you it's not like he's and i don't want to say like i don't ever think that it's justifiable for a cop to kill somebody i think should always avoid it use you know de-escalation all that stuff It's definitely never moral but i just think for they literally don't know what that means though sterling personality of a person this just amazing person he's peaceful he's in his home watching football eating ice cream doing nothing he was looking forward to his birthday where he was like getting pots and pans because that was like the adult decision to make <laughs> i just think that if he can be murdered in his home and only like the only thing that the person gets is probation i still think that people will riot
3: and and they should like yeah like to, to plug in full anarchy mode i mean if that doesn't <laughs> if that doesn't piss you off what will when are you gonna be like this Here's is a, the line. This is a fucked up society. Yeah, it's like where where do you say we are being treated like shit. We are subjects, not civilians. I mean, so your
4: money's on anything less than a murder charge. Doubt the people of Dallas are going to go nuts.
2: Yeah, I'm hoping for a second degree murder conviction. Um I just think, you know, the prosecutor, he it was no joke. He was brutal. Sometimes I was just like, man, like <laughs> <laughs> I do not like prosecutors, but I applaud this man. He's like, really, just, he caught everything. He destroyed her character. She tried to paint herself as this. Sorry?
3: Oh, rightfully so. Uh,
2: Yeah, she tried to paint herself as this weak and this person who felt bad and like she looked so mousy and he's like, no, you're a cop and you're have this elite training and you are immoral. You helped a man cheat. You basically didn't care about Botham's life. And it was just brutal. And if it's not a guilty conviction, then we're done. There's never going to be one.
3: Yeah. My, my favorite uh, quote from the prosecution, you made choices and decisions that suited you more than him. And it's, that that's that kind of summarizes the whole trial for me. It's it's a selfish person with no regard for another man's life. Where do you go from there? <laughs> this this wasn't like out of fear, or oh, it just can't be, you know, because we'll we'll murder this uh, this point, but um she had every chance to to retreat and she didn't. I mean, there's no, it's not like she, someone broke into her apartment. And the last possible thing she could do was pull out her gun and defend her life. She could have, she could have walked away and just monitored the door.
2: One thing that the um the defense, the prosecutor pointed out was it wasn't even that she should have retreated. She should have never gone in when she noticed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she actually had to, there was some effort involved in going in. She had to hold the door open with her stuff while also getting her firearm. She was able to see enough to do like a shot in the heart, which isn't something you make easily in the dark.
3: Especially with adrenaline and all that other stuff pumping, I mean.
2: You can't notice a red carpet, the smell of marijuana, the light on a key fob, the noise of a key fob, your neighbor's planter missing and all of this other stuff, but you can instantly go from not noticing any of that to shooting a guy in the heart.
3: Mm. Yeah. but <laughs> I think again, they really
2: drove that point home.
3: Yeah. but And then just juggling this, I'm elite, or to, I didn't notice. I mean, Jesus Christ, pick one.
2: <laughs> and that's exactly what she did the whole time. I reverted to my training. Um, I was afraid. I didn't know what to do.
3: I didn't notice all these fucking blatant signs. What?
2: <laughs> so I'm really hopeful for you know second degree murder conviction. Yeah. Anything I'm, else? I'm, Burns?
3: I'm pretty confident in <laughs> in a guilty verdict at the least. But then again, I was pretty confident that Larry Sharp was going to win, and he didn't. And I'm still heartbroken. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe just getting wrapped up in these things when you follow him from side for too long. It's so easy to. I don't know miss what the how the culture is and get wrapped up in that. Yeah. I was
2: telling I was talking to my aunt about it over the weekend and I might have told you guys I ended up hanging up with on the phone with her because she was just like, "Well, you know, maybe police departments shouldn't be allowed to work people that long and she was tired and oh i've done yeah. that before and it's like
3: I, i've yeah, shot my neighbors before <laughs> <laughs> it it's happens like, to everyone do
2: i was just so aggravated and i kept thinking that's probably the norm that's that what
0: well, uh, hopefully not no.
2: we do have some luck because the, of i mean it's like majority i think black jury like five black people in the jury so i think we got pretty lucky there Uh, there's like five black people, maybe two Hispanics and one Asian and
0: the rest white. Damn, that's good. I
1: don't know. I mean, even, you know, I'm so radicalized myself. uh, So maybe that's why, but it'd be hard for me to believe that the norm is like, yeah, it's justifiable because she was tired. I mean, that's just so asinine to me.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm really
0: hanging on. Your aunt
1: aunt said that? Yeah. Damn, your aunt's dumb (laughs) as shit.
2: She just, I think that's probably a pretty, I mean, look at any comment section with all the people defending cops. There are people who are like, well, if she gave him commands, he should have listened.
1: I hate that. Like, no, I'm going to break into somebody's house and give him commands (laughs) and kill him.
2: Yeah, so I don't know.
1: They didn't listen to me. Like, what kind of fucking four-year-old shit is that? Like, you didn't do what I told him to do. <laughs> Man.
4: Anyway, for our closing statements...
3: Wait, wait, wait. Did hang him? Hang him? make a presumption?
4: I didn't. Uh, to be honest, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I think the state's going to try to gamble and give her the least amount they can.
2: Oh. That's one thing that I should mention. Um, First, sorry for interrupting, but the judge... The jury is going to decide the punishment, not uh, the judge. That's good. Yeah. Maybe. That might change your predictions, but the jury will make that decision on punishment.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't tell what the jury is going to do either.
4: It's
2: a majority woman jury, so they are usually a little more sympathetic, especially to women. But she is an adulterer, so. (laughs) Yeah.
3: You'd hope hope they'd be like, well, that could have been I got
4: shot, you know? Yeah. Christ knows what people think these days. <laughs> it's a lot like trying to play the ponies at this point. Seriously. You never. <laughs> hopefully, find
2: we find that. out tomorrow.
4: Yeah. But
2: uh, I just want to say. Tomorrow, uh, on Monday? Do what? I was just saying the day we were recording oh, because yeah. I said tomorrow.
3: Yes, yeah, so today is Monday, the 30th of September, 2019. So hopefully, I'll get this edited really fucking speedy quick and we can get it out uh in time to be relevant <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Three ab- from
1: about the podcast i'd like to say um please don't don't judge this podcast too harshly because this was like really last minute uh like we literally decided tonight we were like maybe we should get on and talk about this for a little while so i mean that's why it seems kind of like maybe slightly unpolished compared to our other ones because we have no
0: no no
1: just it didn't i mean we did have good information thanks to imp but like it didn't it just didn't flow as good because it was so like okay let's get on and do it
3: let's do it now you know i think i think this is the most structured podcast we've ever done but okay
2: you have nine pages of notes. When have you ever had that before? We'll leave hey. it to
0: the
3: jury. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but, uh, uh, I thought it was we'll, fine. We'll
1: see what the jury decides. Do beers count?
3: <laughs> had
1: nine Just beers, notes? I'm sure. The serif <laughs> count?
3: I can't count. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so th- Leave what is. you
2: think is going to happen in the comments, or... What you think should happen Or Dallas. just tell
3: us, tell us what happened, because if I get, up, <laughs> if I get this up, after, it'll be like, yeah, it was guilty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> tell us what you think should have happened.
3: Yeah. Express
2: I mean, your anger, but don't get arrested for it.
1: Yeah, Don't get red flagged, guys.
2: If you live in I Dallas, be safe. Participate. No justice,
3: <laughs> no peace. Yeah. A, uh, a burning peace symbol. No, a peace symbol on fire.
2: Yeah, peace symbol on fire. <laughs>
0: All right, Um, guys. Thanks
3: for listening. We'll catch you next time.